You have arrived at your destination. Hey, Jason. Yeah? Do you consider yourself more of a cat in a hat or a Grinch? <laughs> I'm more of a Grinch. More of a Grinch. I'm probably more... I don't know. I'm not a cat in the hat, that's for sure. I probably lean more to the Grinch side. Yeah. Especially after the special. But, uh, no, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking How the Grinch Stole Christmas 1966 this week on Animation Destination. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, and I'm here with Jason Davis. Hello, hello. All right, man. It's been a long time since you've been on. Yeah, uh, it's been... Uh, Suicide Squad, I think? I th- Yeah, I think it was. Like, <laughs> so three years ago? Three years ago not or the something? James, not for those listening, not the James Gunn one. No, no, not that was cool. It was uh, it? I, 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 liked, I, I liked it a lot. It. I liked yeah. it a lot. It was cool. It was, yeah, it was, a cool it was like James Gunn giving the middle finger to everybody else. Basically, yeah, basically. It was, uh, yeah, but it, again, it was just like one of his fun little, like, <laughs> yeah. things. And then know, he brought his he brother along, I know. Of course. He, he always brings his brother. It's like yeah. it's like him and, and uh, uh, what's Sam Raimi's brother? Like, I yeah. forget. He's going to be in Doctor Strange. Like, I know that, like, yeah. in some part, because he always is. They always have to throw their brothers in. Yeah. I, I want to see them in, like, a Battle of the Death. Be like, he's saying, like, like, like <laughs> the Battle of the I can't remember his name. He played Joxer on, like, he, on Hercules and Xena. I forget his. Actors. Yeah, that's Some, right. Something Raimi, but he did. Yeah, and like he's he's always on whatever Sam Raimi directs, and, right? And you know he needs to be on there, and he needs to fight. Uh, he needs to fight old uh <laughs> james gunn's brother but we're talking the grinch i know we like rabbit trailed uh, like immediately immediately we rabbit <laughs> like oh there's a ramp oh there we go we'll go this way uh no we're talking the chuck jones yes. uh, animated classic the grinch yes. uh, the grinch stole christmas not the jim carrey 2001 no um i'm not a fan of that one yeah. i know there are lots of people that are yeah, because they watched it when they were dumb children, and uh, yeah. that, I watched a lot of dumb movies when I was a dumb kid and thought it was good, like Three Ninjas. It's awful. I mean, <laughs> to me, it's like you can watch Batman Forever, you can watch The Grinch, and it's the same character. It is. It is the exact same character. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, I, I, I don't, I don't harp on. I still love Ace Ventura. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's things I enjoy about Jim Carrey. That movie's awful. I don't care. It's, it's just, it's a, it's a yeah. travesty. Yeah. The only funny thing was talking out the butthole. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it over the Benedict Cumberbatch DreamWorks mo- or Illumination movie that came out yeah. that people don't even remember existed. So wow. I mean, like I like it came out. Oh right, I did yeah. come across that. Right? I saw that. Yeah, it was it, very odd because I was like, "Well, this cell shading." Like, I, oh wait, this is right newer. Yeah, and I forgot about it. Right, and then like no one remembers it. No one watched it. I I didn't even watch the whole thing because I, yeah. like, I I have no care. I hated the Lorax. I hate like I hate those Illumination Dr. Seuss movies. I think they're bad. I think they're all bad. Yeah, that's why um, I'm not a Dr. Seuss. That's it, I mean, I you know technically this this animation was not. I don't consider it a Dr. Seuss, even mm-hmm. though it kind of obviously was the guy yeah. that wrote it, and he went through some stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, you know, with his death of his wife, and, yeah. and then immediately remarrying after that, and everybody being like, really? Yeah. You don't care that she died? And he's, you know, and it was just kind of very odd. Right. You yeah. know, I mean, yes. so I loved it. I loved looking into this because when I look at something, I'm like, what, what was going on in that person's life to write that thing? Exactly. That's far yeah. more interesting than yeah. the actual... Yeah. Movie, itself. The movie itself. Yeah, because I mean, I, you, know, you can go watch the movie. Yes, if you want, and it's an hour, uh, half an hour, half only, an hour. Only, yeah, only thirty yeah. minutes. Not yeah. very long at all. No, like, yeah, it's like uh, it's like an NBC special if you yeah. want. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's just it's just like those Rudolph ones, the Charlie Brown Christmas special, all those things. They'll come on. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, everybody knows that that you know it comes on. But the the thing about it, like technically, uh, is created by Chuck Jones, who mm-hmm. knew Doctor Seuss from college. Apparently, mm-hmm. I didn't know that till I started hmm. researching this episode. Uh, but that's how they that's how they kind of got together and was like, hey, what if I took like this and made it a you know a special and like they pitched it to the network and then it became like one of the biggest 
specials of all time. The the the, the budget for this thing was three hundred fifteen thousand dollars. Wow, which is insane for Batman. It's nineteen sixty six dollars. Yeah, so uh, adjusted uh, for inflation, uh, I don't know, one point five million. One point five mil, I think, yeah. somewhere around there. Like it, that's it, less than what they did for the Game of Thrones pilot that canceled for HBO. <laughs> that's true. It's yeah, thirty million right. on that. that. <laughs> they ain't even gonna do. So. Oh man. Oh gee whiz. <laughs> Talking about burning money for studio. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but this was a success because, of course, this got syndicated for, you know, ever since 1966. It gets broadcast. They get the royalties from it. Uh, it you know, this thing was a was a complete hit. Um, uh, first of all, with, with that that type of a budget, you know, like the, the, the animation was top tier. This mm-hmm. was, of course, Chuck Jones. If you've ever seen a Chuck Jones cartoon, uh-huh. you know what it looks like. Can we say, like... like- what? cartoons he did or is that like oh yeah no like, absolutely yeah we can talk about those stuff we've done yeah because we done. did yeah. on our podcast a while back we did yeah. we, we mentioned an animation and we were told like no don't do yeah. that oh no <laughs> i was <laughs> like really, okay why <laughs> no yeah it's, like, it's an animation celebration <laughs> podcast we talk about other animations. i know and it was it, it was yeah. uh, i can say it now it's for the invincibles uh, oh, okay we, we had a guest on our show that he, he ran the uh, twitter or social media accounts for it oh okay and well then, that's uh, that's probably why yeah when we had him back they were like yeah you can't use any of that stuff to promote the next episode when we had him back again yeah, and I was oh, like, okay. Yeah. All right, thanks. And I won't say who the company was, and but you know, we couldn't. <laughs> so I was like, eh, it's okay if we say. <laughs> yeah, sorry we say that. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, yeah, but um, no, we can talk about all the other stuff that he went. Yeah, he's he's done many books, bunny cartoons. Right. That's why I was getting ready to go like Wesley Wabbit, Wesley Wabbit, all that stuff. Because you've you've seen that smirk, that anime yes. smirk that he puts on people. The yes. the smile, the little the little intricacies when someone's thinking about something. Yeah. He's very good at the silent cartoons as yeah well. yeah and, uh, the peppy Le Pew's, the you know most of the animation of the cat that peppy Le Pew would have cost yeah you know, that was chuck jones like like just yeah. those those like looks of like terror as like you know that's geez. what made this <laughs> that's what made this one so good i think in yeah. comparison to jim carrey and the other one is like there's narration yeah. yep mm-hmm. that's by that, boris karloff himself yeah and yeah, so, so like what they're thinking and everything else is like mm-hmm. okay and it works yeah it's it's like reading a storybook right that feeds into whenever the grinch says something it's just him saying it mm-hmm. um you know the only other characters uh the only other character with a voice in this is uh cindy Lou Who, mm-hmm. uh played by june foray rocky the flying squirrel mm-hmm. and many other things but most famously rocky the flying squirrel who passed away a couple years ago i don't think it was too long ago but uh yeah i'm, that, I'm thinking of another actress who passed away last year but a couple years ago, June Foray passed away. But uh, Rocky the Flying Squirrel, the most famous mm-hmm. uh, character she's played. But she was, of course, Cindy Lou Who, the tiny little baby child who uh, helps him kind of get... Your Kentucky get, came out. Right. Oh, yeah. Baby, baby child. Baby child. <laughs> it, it, it slips out every now and then, you know. Um but uh, I don't. I don't think that I have a country accent until I listen to myself back, and I'm like, oh, I have a real big country accent. Oh man, I know. I've got that uh, high pitched, like mid range 1950s ad man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you know, some people are like, well, it's coming back, and I'm like, thank you for being nice, but we all know that's a lie. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if you, you ever like, because I went to New York Comic Con years ago, and it was just so apparent that I was not from around there, but they couldn't ascertain the dialect like they weren't sure like they knew it was southern they didn't know what it was you have a very good speaking voice i appreciate that so you and coral and mitch and even john these are people from his podcast yeah these people from my podcast (laughs) that work that work for me and it's like we Mm -hmm. like i'm the only one that's like you probably shouldn't be on the show but then again i'm the funny one so i could get away with it right yeah yeah (laughs) you get to throw snarky comments i get to make comments yeah right (laughs) and then they look at me and go like don't do that again don't don't ever don't you ever do that again you get very serious things like i don't need you anyway uh but uh yeah so the voice cast obviously boris karloff Mm -hmm. if you've never he played frankenstein in the universal movies he's done tons of movies an old school monster house actor who's done plenty of other stuff as well uh apparently had a big rivalry with uh with um um oh dang it uh what's his name the dracula i can't think of his name now oh i know who you're yeah yeah, i know who you're reaching for who oh well yeah Uh, they they kind of touched on it in the in the ed wood movie uh Mm -hmm. but uh is it i keep wanting to say benicio del toro and that's not it nope uh but yeah so um he, he of course is a very famous actor and doing right. uh, th- this was one of the first times that like you know someone mentioned to me like oh that's that's a that's you know a a, a character actor Boris Karloff, Karloff who played Frankenstein I'm like oh like when I was young I was like oh like so 
people play these characters. I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's hard to understand what a cartoon is when you're young. Like, uh, well, this uh, isn't like a Disney cartoons either. Like, no. where they kind of like recorded the actors on actual film and then they sort of. I don't know yeah. what it's called. The Rotoscoping. Yeah, yeah, they didn't do that. No. I mean, this is just pure Chuck Jones at his best, you yep. know, doing what he does with yep. the drawing and shading and, and, and just like you said, the the little, I'm, it's a really good point to bring out, like the little, it, it, we're on audio and I'm scratching my face and like, you know, little, little secrecies. Like <laughs> yeah, right. those things, like he was just very good about like mm-hmm. those that stuff. Yeah, nobody's static, nobody's standing around. Things are very, like everyone's emotive. When you see Max the dog and like, you know, how, what a, horrible like what a, what a terrible creature he is and just like terrified all the time of you know what the Grinch is gonna do and he's just always slinking around uh, the whole time where he's going through and stealing all the gifts you know yeah he's slithering through and you know tiptoeing around he just like the the, the way that he invokes all that energy is is, is perfect and yeah of course there's the Grinch smile too yeah the, the curls does. up yeah yeah exactly. yeah always like that he's an iconic character like and, and this was what did it like this this is the the, the special that was aired every year since 1966 multiple times after mm-hmm. that so you know it was, it was on abc or it was it abc or cbs can't remember which one it initially went on but it, it eventually went on to all of them and this yeah. one of course mgm of course like if you ever watch a tom and jerry cartoon yeah it looks exactly like a tom and jerry cartoon because that's all chuck jones mm-hmm. so um and it's it, it, if you start to watch it you can really recognize and understand it um fun little facts about the movie um is that this is the first time he was depicted as green because in the book, it was black and white, except mm. for little touches of red, like the red in his costume and everything. Yeah. But he was black and white. He was just a, he was just a white character. So hmm. all the Whos were white. And then just, uh, but in this, they gave him like a green tone because of like the jealousy type of ah. aspect of him. That, that, that sort of... That makes sense. Because like making him, you know, pure white just didn't make a yeah. whole lot of sense. You know, I also wonder if color theory played into that because at oh, the yeah. end of it, you know, he kind of has a rebirth. Mm-hmm. And that's what green yeah. is. Yep. Yep. Green is a very rebirth thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he also... It, it adds to the Christmas colors because mm-hmm. he has the red Santa outfit mm-hmm. and he's green. So yeah. I, I'm sure there's like also because like, you know that we we think we don't think about the stuff too much. I do because I'm a nut. But like a lot of people, like they see a character design yeah. and it's like, oh, that's a cool design. They don't yeah. think about what makes it a cool design. Like, yeah. why is Tracer like the the Overwatch character? It's like, well, no, it's the, that's you know, great. That's a great way to put that. That's yeah. exactly how on our podcast for Nerd Brand, how mm-hmm. Mitch put. Like you like the ad, mm-hmm. but we see it, and even you—you've been in that, you've been in the industry for a long time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We understand what makes it a good ad, right? Yeah, not just the fact that it's good. Like it could look yeah. like crap, but right. there's a reason, mm-hmm. and it works. Composition, you know? like mm-hmm. what is the composition saying? What's it trying to get to? Because people yeah. think like, what? Oh, good composition versus bad composition. It's not yeah. that easy. It's bad if it's not conveying what you're trying to convey. Yeah, but like good composition isn't just a specific way of doing something. Yeah, yeah. It's like kind so. of like uh, the perfume cut, the perfume print ads. Mm-hmm. If you have the model and she's holding up a hand and she has the perfume in her hand and she's looking dead on at you, right? You're looking at the model. And you're not looking at the perfume but if the picture of the model is looking at the perfume in Mm -hmm. the photo that you're looking at now your eyes are going to look at what she's what's she looking at drawn to it so yeah yeah, there's those little tricks right there that make it a good ad exactly so when you have these character designs like the grinch like they're thinking about this for a while when they're going into it yeah probably not too much because this was sort of like a two-man idea thing so it was just like hey i'm going to adapt your book what if we made him green yeah. This, 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 and this. Plus kids like color. Plus kids like color. Right. And not only that, like the color in this, like even for back then, was sharp. Yeah, it and was. All the digital remasterings and everything obviously come yeah. to play nowadays, but like, like there was the, like the, the, the who's are all covered in pastels. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have those little light pinks and light blues and all the, but all their decorations are like the hot reds and like it's Christmas time. It's all bright. Right. And yeah. Gaudy. And, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. And then the drench, the Grinch is like drenched in this red and his sleigh is painted red and just, yeah. it, it all, it all, it all like, it just, all a couple, just a couple of tones that are yeah. pretty flat. Yeah, exactly. But it all, it all reads perfectly well because right. the silhouette all works. So, and uh, you know Max with his stupid little like sawn off 
thinking yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, you know that's iconic too. That just like because like yeah. it look he puts an actual buck you know buck antler on him. Yeah. But it looks you know he can't hold his head up, so he saws it off. So it's just this pathetic looking little everything about Max is pathetic, and it's just yeah. it's so sad. <laughs> like it's just like and like that's the whole purpose of it is he's this pathetic dog who's in who's in the ownership of this monstrosity who doesn't like anything, but yeah. you know for some reason puts up with his dog. So I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird aspect of it. Well, yeah, um, I don't know. But, yeah, there's, there's probably there's a, we'll get yeah. to that. There's a meaning there. I think there is. There, there's definitely meaning yeah. on 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 probably like a, a, a you know a, a psychological level because Dr. Seuss was very you know yeah. like he, he he was very basic in what he was doing, but but he he liked to convey the idea of getting children to read. Mm-hmm. Like that was a whole purpose of it. One fish, two fish. That's a very children's book yeah and it's one of the first ones i ever read because it was very easy to convey the idea of these rhyming words mm-hmm. with this numbers i was cat in the hat i think cat actually. in the hat yeah yeah maybe that's why i don't like because yeah. it's like the first one it's the first one yeah yeah you know, it's like well they, they again <laughs> i asked that question at the beginning because that was theming as well yeah. um uh he always said well the uh, him and his wife uh i don't know if his if his past wife or his Probably his current or his 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 uh, second wife, I would assume, because yeah. it was when this was being made. Um, uh, she always conveyed that um, you know he's both Cat in the Hat and the Grinch. It's two sides of him because he mm-hmm. had like kind of a, a Grinchy side that he you know he'd get into mm-hmm. he'd get into pessimism and negativity all mm-hmm. the time, and and uh, whenever he'd get into that or he was doing something like kind of spiteful, he would get that grin on his face. Yeah, and like his his mom or his mom his wife uh, there's some freudian slips uh, <laughs> uh his wife would would <laughs> yeah his wife would be like oh you kind of got that grinch grin going on and everything yeah. so she would always say cat in a hat and grinch were his two sides that was always hmm. sort of the thing to which that culminated in a special the cat in the hat gets grinched that's a whole special not done by chuck jones but never heard of and, that yeah at first i heard the, that all the other grinch specials are not good like they're yeah. not like they're not as well animated they're not that well written they're because yeah. they're not written by seuss they're just sort of written all, by, like, all i know is you're blowing my mind because it's like you know yeah. it's like the pixar theory you just laid out like yeah the cat and the hat are the same person yeah right you know? yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and the yeah. grinch and you're just like yeah. you're just like, like wait oh. oh my god yeah, yeah. which but what come first was he the cat in the hat right? and he got really mad and then he became I, the grinch or I, what i'd make a whole cinematic universe based off of this yeah about how he's the same person he was split into two and yeah whatever <laughs> you could do a whole thing about i would just think he's like just still the same person he's just kind of right? like cut his tail off got really mad and went to the and cave and dyed his hair and yeah, dyed his hair yeah went yeah. to the cave or, or he just got so corrupted that he you know, yeah the yeah. dark side kind of like Gollum corrupt. yeah 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 the dark side <laughs> corrupted him yeah exactly it's like, <laughs> precious presence sorry um, but if anybody doesn't know the plot of this uh the shame Grinch. on you! Shame on you! Because it's literally like it's it's your it's your you know it, it's standard for any kind of Christmas story. You have your Scrooge, you have your Grinch. It's two words mm-hmm. that are emboldened into our lexicon as to somebody who doesn't really like Christmas or right. the season. Ah, you're a Grinch. You're a Scrooge. Like that's kind of the idea. Yeah. yeah. Even though the point of both of those is that they both come around to it. <laughs> yeah. Like and, yeah. And how they go about that and yeah. how that's. You know, yeah. translated is always subjective. Yeah, very course. subjective. Very subjective. You know, as I learned over the weekend. Yeah, or not over the weekend, but as I. Yeah. You know, when you reached out to me to say, "Hey, is there a theological angle on this?" and I was like, um, yeah. right? Kind of, but kinda, not. But not really. And, and but I I, I, I just yeah. wanted you to reach. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I I it's not really hard to because right. like you know, the culture, Christian culture, um, will read pretty much. I mean, you could take Transformers. In the fallen, and read the Christ yeah. story in there. Of course, like, it yeah. takes a prime to defeat a prime, and this right. this sure. was the fallen, aka the devil. Well, the, the devil, devil fallen yeah. angel. And, of course, yeah. So you could do that. You could do the Dark Knight. Yeah. You could read the because theology in film is a thing, right? And so you could read into the Dark Knight, the the Christ story, resurrection, or because right. every movie is about redemption. Right. Here's a fun fact: the yeah. Grinch has zero theological stuff in it <laughs> because it was really <laughs> written to be not anything to do with religion. Right. And so it's actually the opposite because if you notice in the film none of the songs they're not singing Silent Night no they're not even doing Jingle Bell Rock no they're just it's, it's Latin. It's made up. Yeah, it's actually Latin. It's based off of Latin. Yeah. It's not real Latin, but it's based off of original Latin. Yeah. yeah they don't... Yeah, yeah so no... it, it, every piece of the film, other than the word Christmas, mm-hmm. somebody was like, but you can't have Christmas without Christ. And I'm like... Right. Well, his last name wasn't Christ. <laughs> so it's a good try. Right, yeah. yeah uh, right. But no, it's just the idea that we can save ourselves through the power of we is sort of the yeah. vibe of that. Right. 
show because really, like, yeah. where does the light come from that lights the tree? It comes right. from the Who's and the Whoville. The Who's and the Whoville. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's you know. it's that it's that it's that uh, you know it's it's not the it's not the, the as the Grinch thinks. It's about yeah. like oh these gifts they're getting. He has yeah. nothing. They have many. That's why he's green. Yeah. So he's there's no star to... that drops out of heaven yeah. like the the Three right. Wise Men story. That's exactly. Not, there's no. Yeah. There's nothing that really he, alludes to it. Right. And you can you can obviously put that on it because I think that was deliberate because mm-hmm. you know like. Uh, it, it, Seuss was very adamant about when he was doing something that things were could be interpreted of the course. way people wanted it to be interpreted. You can interpret anything that, out of any film, yeah, and and out of any movie or show yeah. that you want. Yeah, that's the beauty of film mm-hmm. and art. Yeah. is that that's it's, what the artist wants. Yeah, it's it's how and how it reaches and how it's how it reaches you, yeah. how it touches you. In it some just way. makes people really yeah. mad when you tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that, this is what happened, and that—that that is the other side. Yeah, for some reason, and again, like I get it, and that's not just like the, the the Christian aspect of it. If you say something's like, "Oh, well, this is actually what it was," it kind of like, "Well, that defeats my theory, and thus you're attacking me." Yeah, and it, <laughs> yeah, like, like I'm sorry, but Enemia Degada was actually in the Garden of Eden, and he was just drunk, and that's how it came out. <laughs> So, you know, you kind of have you to know. really... This is why I love looking into the why and the origin mm-hmm. of things and right. then building on that, the right. brand, because the brand, that that's a stronger story. Like, you could have, like, well, my origin story is not the sexiest, but that doesn't matter. Right. It's still yours. Right. No, no one can steal it. Right. And when you tell it, people will have an affinity to it. Yes. And it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It's why 99.9% of all Western stories are the hero's journey. You yeah. Know, they're, they're all that because it's the most identifiable through this, uh, you know, this 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 Judeo-Christian society kind of that we have. It's yeah. the most, you know, Even reasonable one. Joseph it's, Campbell was an right. atheist. Yeah, well, yeah, but I'm just saying, but I'm just saying like, like within that, <laughs> yeah. within that context of like, you know, Hercules yeah. and things like that, it's all Hercules story, you know, right, Hercules yeah. is a, is the hero, it's the classic hero's journey, you know, yeah. that was, and and that that's what a lot of this is, and then there's the redemption story, which is you know, yeah, the and you have that in the Grinch, you know. and so you know, I guess if you really wanted me to reach, I could say yeah. that the messianic character is the dog. Yeah, and I right. know that sounds really weird, <laughs> but here's why that I right. and this is not me saying like this is it. This is what it is. This yeah. is my interpretation. Interpretations, yes. Um, I interpret the dog as the messianic character because Jesus is usually the last thing we go to to fix our problems. Right. Yeah, and so the dog is just sort of like on the sidelines, watching all this stuff go down. Right, it sort of has the the feel that the dog is like, "Do you really want to do this? This yeah. doesn't seem like a good idea." Mm-hmm. But the Grinch is like, "Nope, I'm strapping I, that. I'm doing it. Thing to your head anyway, you know." <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. just like you're gonna pull this sled and we're yeah. gonna steal those gifts. And, and the yeah. dog is the most, like yeah. you said, it was pathetic. But the dog was the most agreeable. Like, mm-hmm. all right, I can't change your mind. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. This is gonna hurt. Yeah. And and just kind of <laughs> like, lets it play out because right. at the end of the day, the Grinch's ego and his drive to be and do and achieve what he wants to do yeah it doesn't matter if the dog was able to speak and say don't do that you evil blah blah yeah it was going to happen anyway. it was going to happen anyway, and that's yeah. kind of how i yeah. think we relate to god a lot and that's the, yeah. the, so there's your spin on the theology there's the theology spin yeah <laughs> there we go <laughs> it came through max the dog <laughs> there yeah. we go. i don't what know if people it? were like yeah you couldn't have picked the mayor or cindy lou <laughs> oh and like, i don't need nothing nope yeah that was um, nope <laughs> but I, what i do enjoy about it is the fact that that like that there's not that there's not an external force on the Grinch that sort of gives him that. That's what I like right. about this story. There's not really an external force. It's just like a, it's an inner thought that he then has afterwards. Yeah. It could have been Cindy Lou Who, you know, like there's this adorable, innocent child whom he treats normally. Yeah. He doesn't like he doesn't like like, you know, uh, send her away or scare her away in any way. He right. Because it wouldn't benefit him at that point because he didn't want to get alerted that he was stealing these gifts and everything. Right. So he, he kind of just coaxes her back to sleep and puts her down and then he goes on about his wicked ways. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's an, just another manipulation is all it is. You know? Right. Uh, but there's a little bit of that humanity in that part, you know, there as well, you know. Uh, that he didn't just like, you know, he didn't like off the kid. <laughs> Obviously, in this 1966 Christmas special, it didn't happen. But that you know, would have been a very different. Movie. It would have been a very different movie. It's like uh, Chuck. What did you have today? <laughs> it's like, it's like, I stole her heart. <laughs> His heart grew two sizes that day because <laughs> he ate her. Because he ate her. <laughs> What have we done? Oh God, Chuck! What are you doing? <laughs> Seuss is just like seeing the first film. Like, oh God! Yeah. What have you done? Right like, now, yeah. people at the at the studio, they're like, yeah. Check the archive. Make sure that's still Make there. Sure that's still there. 
<laughs> they, they're onto us. They found it. They found it. They're onto us. Burn them all. Uh, no. Uh, so, but he, he has that little bit of manipulation to mm-hmm. like put her, to put her at ease. But then he sees what's going on after he takes everything. That that's not the spirit of what's going on, and it's about yeah. conversing with your fellow man and congruing with them and having that community was really what it's all about. And that's not going to stop them just because somebody came in and took their material goods. It's uh, yeah, because yeah, for him it was like you know if I take all your presents and I take all these things and the yeah. trees and the decorations I take all the joy right I take all the things the emotion out of the Christmas yeah and yeah. therefore you'll just stop and yeah. cry and wail and join me in my in my misery in my misery yeah because I'm uh, alone and yeah I, and that so, doesn't happen yeah and that doesn't happen and then he starts to wonder and he introspects and it's sort of like you know again it's a 30 minute special what are you going to do mm-hmm. it's sort of like just kind of all hits him at once in mm-hmm. this idea that like well Maybe I'm miserable because I'm miserable. You know, it's like maybe yeah. it's not these external reasons that I'm miserable. And the dog gets maybe happy afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I picked the dog as the messianic character. Yeah, because exactly. the dog is like, finally. Finally. He figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> he figured this out. Yeah. Uh, another cool little uh, bit that I, that I noticed uh, at the, uh, it's always called the peak of action in a, in a story, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then, then when it gets to the peak of action, it starts to come down. Yeah. The moment of peak of action, and this is deliberered by Chuck Jones, is when he's at the peak of the of the, the, peak. the mountain yep. holding on to the holding on to the gifts yep. trying to keep them from the, falling the visual like the, yeah. it's visually very brilliant yeah it's genius storytelling yes. it's like at the peak of action he's at the peak of people mountain. don't really a lot of because <laughs> we we consume media we don't think about yeah like we all we, we talked earlier about like how dc animation always falls apart in the mm-hmm. third act right and how nowadays we, yeah yes. nowadays yeah. and you know how we have a disappointment in that wish they could fix that because mm. some of the stories they're telling they can get away with a lot that you couldn't do live action yes and um you know that peak of action is like a, it's like a what's called a meat cute yeah mm-hmm. you know there's all Very these mechanisms so. in narration and story yeah that exist that you know as a consumer you don't think about or know but they're there mm-hmm. and they're really cool and when you start to know them you then start to view film and that medium and what you're doing and what you're watching in a different way right and it starts to take on new meaning and you start to become excited right and now you're like i can't wait to see this because yeah i know they're going to use these mechanisms and i'm going to understand when and where and why mm-hmm. yeah exactly and you, you, you that that you kind of peek behind the curtain with that idea sometimes and like like i don't i that doesn't take away the enjoyment for me no i still like but... Krispy Kreme donuts even though i see them coming off the line exactly yeah you know, they're exactly. still warm and gooey and everything in your mouth afterwards but it's Ex- like exactly i don't really care that i see that but i it's appreciative you yeah know, that it's that's the care they have right exactly yeah. and 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 that's 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 kind of that's kind of how i how i like to view media in a way of just like oh i enjoyed that and like sometimes i can turn my brain off and just enjoy the thing but then i like to go mm-hmm. back and think like why did i like that like yes, uh, yes. like like arcane which is the latest uh as uh, series on a Netflix animated series by the League of Legends crew, and yeah. I've never played League of Legends once in my life. I've never had a a, a reason to play a MOBA game. I don't really care. Um, my I'm 45. But, I can't play right, on a mobile phone. Or anything exactly. Well, like, it, my it, eyes are tired. Yeah, so I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna play that game. But that show is fantastic. Right. It's absolutely fantastic. And I've thought about it. Like, what what is it about this show that's so good? That I'm missing in other media. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's things that I'm watching that aren't as good as this thing. What is it? And if you go back and listen to that episode, haha, there's a plug. Uh, you'll understand why that I really enjoy it and why there's depth to everything in there. And uh, and I think that's what's made this thing last since 1966. This has been one of the highest rated. I don't know what it is now because you know ratings are garbage on everything now. So, yeah, I don't you know, believe so, Rotten Tomatoes or yeah, anything it, anymore. It, right? it, but, it's yeah. it's hard to say, but you know, like, and I don't even know if it's on any streaming services. I I think it's I think it's on Hulu. I think that's Maybe. one. I think it's on Hulu. But this thing should be free for anybody to watch it all. So it should. I mean, it's, it's it's not quite public domain, but it's getting like it's, it's pretty close. About Twenty years away. Yeah, it's about it's about it's about ten. Yeah, about fifteen. Yeah, fifteen twenty years. I think. Yeah, because uh, Batman it, and Superman are coming up. They're coming up. They're scary. coming up pretty close. That's scaring DC. <laughs> Why do you think they're changing everything? Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's not because of diversity's sake. Yeah. It's because they're gonna lose. That. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> that that kind of like a quick plug for the Nerd Brand podcast at yeah. nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast we have a previous episode where we actually talk about that there we go yeah about public domain and licensing yes. and trade you know because we talk about trademarks and stuff and yeah. it's like 
You gotta pay attention. To you that. gotta pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. You do. Even when something is public domain, like Zorro, there are some people that yep. hold the trademark. Yeah. Uh, you John can, Carter of Mars. John Carter of Mars. You can yep. make, anybody can really make a Zorro piece of media, mm-hmm. but you can't call it Zorro because somebody has the trademark of Zorro. I always so, like James you, Gunn with what he did yeah. with Brightburn, where he. Oh, went. yeah. You know, it's basically Superman yeah. if he was a murderous child. Yeah, exactly. But nobody's like calling them the Kents, and you know, yeah. it's not Clark, yeah. and, and you know, and all that. But it's really that's what it is. It's what it is. Exactly what yeah. it is. It's it's if it's if Superboy was a a psychotic evil yeah. bug alien. Yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty much. I mean, it's like yeah, I yeah. I, I love like. DC ran Elseworlds, mm-hmm. and you and I love the animation Gotham by Gaslight. Yes, which is where that came out of is that mm-hmm. series of Elseworlds. Yep, I you know honestly I just wish DC and not just animation but yeah. mainstream like live action would just go that route. Yeah, well, like, they, they seem to be in a few ways. Um, yeah. you know, Joker's kind of an Elseworld. That was mm-hmm. a good, that was a pretty good movie. I enjoyed that. Um, Even though it's kind of a ripoff of an older, two older yeah. uh, 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 Robert De Niro movies, <laughs> right? Who's in the movie? Who's in the movie? So you earned the right to kind of rip right. it off, exactly. Yeah. You got the guy that was in it, yeah, yeah, exactly. You got the guy who's in both of those movies. You're kind of knocking off, but the performance by Joaquin Phoenix was good enough. To oh yeah, kind of absolutely. Lifted it up to its own thing, to yeah. where it's not just derivative of that, even yeah. though it is. You know, an homage to those. Two. It felt more homagey than a ripoff because right. of that, because he kind of elevated it. So, it, and and they're going to screw it up with the sequel. I don't really want to see. The There's sequel. a sequel. They're, coming? they're doing a sequel. Joaquin Phoenix never does sequels. I know. And now he wants to do a sequel for this. Well, one. well you know, like, Michael Keaton didn't do and, sequels for a while, and, and then we got Batman Returns, and now he's coming and, back in Flash. Right. And I get it because it made a billion dollars, but whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, Vulture. He's going to be in Morbius too. So there's all that stuff. Uh, no sequel to Grinch, though. I mean, there's no sequel to... Well, yeah. and they didn't... You know, I think the other ones didn't work out with the Grinch because mm-hmm. you're ta- we're talking about a 30-minute animation mm-hmm. and they had to stretch it for an hour and a half to maybe, yeah. maybe a buck 45. Yeah, exactly. And you, how do you fill that up? Well... That whole hour. Exactly. Well, that, they made the they made the who's more of characters in mm-hmm. those. If, and if you're, it's, it's, it's a smart way to actually do it, the way they did those. I don't know if you ever watched, like, the, the Jim Carrey movie or anything. I did, but, you it, know, I did it once it, and then I repented yeah. and never did again. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a smart... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a smart way to do it. I don't think they did it very well, and I think that movie is ugly as sin. I think it's dark. It's a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah, and I don't mean dark as in tonally. I mean like it's physically dark. It's like Han Solo. It just you, I can't see what's going on in that movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is just yeah. physically dark in it. I can't. Yeah. Like, see. Well, it's like that studio. It's yeah. like we can't afford to pay for a bigger studio, so we'll just turn the lights out around the edges. Right. I'm yeah. being funny, but yeah. that's just it's true. It's, it's really what it feels like. It's, it's true. Like, ugh, you just shouldn't do it at all. Yeah, but uh, the idea around making the who is more of a character you have the mayor who's like this consumerist type of character it all felt very dr seussian in that way they sort of borrowed from the lorax mm-hmm. and uh and and the one slur and all that they sort of borrowed that and threw it in there so to where like whoville is sort of like being overtaken by this consumerism and everything yeah and the the grinch stealing everything is what excites everybody into this idea of being more innocent the more cindy lou who type of person that's just more like into the yeah. camaraderie of things no way that would actually happen in real life i mean at all. Yeah. <laughs> like but you know like again like as a story mm-hmm. you know like, like i think that's a good way to approach it especially if you're going to stretch this out to an hour and a half mm-hmm. i don't think this needs to be stretched out into an hour and a half no it does exactly like, you the whole like the peak thing you brought up is, yes that's an old thing like not to get like too far into religion and theology but you see that in the gospel of mark right you see that in the first chapter of the gospel of john mm-hmm. that peak is there there's right. a, there's a crescendo like it starts at the bottom goes up and ends yeah. and because they're trying to give you it's a it's an account mm-hmm. but it's a story right and all stories have to be constructed in a certain way to be understood right Otherwise, yeah. the audience can't follow. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will know. I will not trash certain movies that we've seen no. that we know that do that. Right. And thank God they've stopped. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the fourth act of movies is finally. Yeah, over. I uh, know. We can, we're we're going to bash on Batman yeah. versus Superman probably and, and, the, and Star Wars, uh, yeah. and Last Jedi, and all that. But you know, we can do that later. <laughs> it's 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 Christmas time. We have yeah. to be positive about things. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's Christmas, you see. Uh, but yeah, but again, as you mentioned, like the peak of action, that's when, again, he gets his inner strength, his heart grows true sizes, and he lifts up the thing of gifts, ten, ten Grinches, of the strength yeah. of ten Grinches, literally. You know, so he literally has his redeeming moment at the peak, yeah. and then he slides back down with all the gifts and re-gives them, and even cuts the roast beast, which is his least favorite food, which is mentioned in the book. Yeah. So you'll notice in the book, 
or you'll notice in the in the uh, the, the short, he doesn't leave a piece for himself. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't want it. It's like, but he cuts the roast beast. And so he's basically out, a vegan. So. But I guess I don't know. He just doesn't like roast beast. That's I all. Know. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all I know. But he I might. like the I like how it was all woven together. First of all, we don't because there seems to be in at least in Hollywood when producing stories. I'm like, let me let me tell you about the backstory, and I'm like, I don't want to know it. Right. I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to know where Grinch came from. Right. I don't need to know yeah. like. I- why he's why he is the way he is or why yeah. he's so strong i don't need an explanation yeah i I'm get not, it i'm an audience i mean don't yeah. talk to me i'm it, an audience i'm not stupid don't talk right. to me that way right it, I'll, it's, I'll, I'll imagine like, exactly <laughs> you can just imagine it it's 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 what i it, and again like i get it it's like comedian things but as you said like i understand that he's a grumpy grinchy scrooge like character yeah, that's all i need to know because it's explained at the beginning and mm-hmm. not even through words he's looking down at everybody mm-hmm. enjoying christmas sneering mm-hmm. he's just chewing on like a piece of grass and he's sneering at these people you have a very good animated thing. face as you do thank this. you i appreciate it yeah put uh, this on video put it on video but <laughs> but he is he, he like sneers at them he yeah. like you understand exactly what's going on you could do without the narration mm-hmm. and just understand it and then he's like looking at his dog and he's doing the looking back at his dog and looking mm-hmm. at them and everything and, and the whole time the dog's just like just really terrified you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it's like yeah the dog's just like oh, dude just let it yeah, go yeah <laughs> like, he's like i'm scared just just Either for them, but mostly for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm terrified for you. Uh, this is bad. Um, but yeah, and 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 so dog's you, my favorite character. You you of course, Max is great, and that that's the thing. You get like you get everything you need to get. I don't need to know that his origins of why he went up to the mountain and why he's. I get why he's in the mountain. He's mm-hmm. miserable. Yeah, like that, that's the reason he's up there. Monsters he's always not, live in mountains. Exactly. They always and, live in mountains and in caves. Exactly. And, and you know, it's kind of expected. What works is him, as, and what works is him as a monster is that he's very close to the who. He doesn't mm-hmm. look much different from them right he, he's got fur and he's green and he looks sinis- more sinister yeah so you can understand the like why he wants to separate himself from them that sort of thing yeah uh, but i don't need an origin about like where the grinch came from and where are his people you know? he was abandoned as a child, as a child amongst the years of the yeti i don't it, need that <laughs> john mulaney <laughs> john mulaney a good comedian that i enjoy he played uh he played spider pig in um spider verse uh, that's awesome and, and he played spider pig in i Spider-verse. forgot about that yeah it's great but he has a bit that i hate in mm-hmm. his co- in his comedy bit because it it ex- it's, it exemplifies everything i hate about what people think of movies nowadays mm-hmm. he has a bit where he talks about back to the future first of all you make jokes back to the future i get mad because it's a perfect movie but <laughs> but uh he goes into this thing where he's talking about how and it, and it is kind of funny as a comedian to talk about how absurd it is that this teenage kid is friends with this old professor like mm-hmm. it's like and they don't tell you why this is a thing and it's and it's so bizarre and weird and it's like it is bizarre and weird, but I don't question it when I watch that movie because they behave like friends. Yeah. So I don't need to understand why it happened. I just know that they're friends. Like, I, I don't need to yeah. know that. Like Sometimes you don't. Just let yeah. the thing be the thing. Yeah. Convey to me that they are who they are, where they are now. Mm-hmm. And I don't need the thing like, oh, it's like that time you came to clean up my uh, lab for community service or whatever. And, yeah. and you turned your life around. Like, uh, I don't uh, need that. You I, can I, have, I think, <laughs> I think we've gotten, I mean, of course, that's a, it's another podcast about society and how we've, like, yeah. I've been friends with people that are just, they're opposite of me. And yeah. I mean, I had a friend for several years. She's Ukraine. She was Ukrainian. Yeah. Been in the country for like six years. And of course we, grew apart because she moved to texas right but it was like people would look at that and go like well, that's kind of a weird relationship right? and yeah. i'm like well yeah but we crack up each other and we have fun and yeah. we work together so yeah. you know you kind of just kind of don't really need to know like it may be interesting right but it, the, i don't need a an hour two hour film about yeah. it like there's yeah there's there's some cases where like maybe that would be interesting to explore or you know and and when you have a long form piece of content like a comic book or something yeah yeah go back and explore things you have a long form he cut content. his grass once and right looked yeah. in the window and saw this weird thing he was yeah. doing that wasn't inappropriate yeah and that's why he went and exactly hey but, what what are you making there time machine kid yeah, you know right, what i mean yeah. whatever whatever yeah but <laughs> when you have a 30 when you have a book a children's book that's about 15 pages long 
adapting that into a 30 minute special yeah. which you know which again which they didn't had to expand anyway because the special would have been 12 minutes if it was an exact adaptation of the thing yeah it would have been like it would have been like 11 minutes they had to expand things the the whole making his costume was longer and it was this funny little bit where he's sewing things in and uh he has to tie the thing on and cut off all the little pieces but from see Max's that kind of goes to like things. well one of my favorite films with um you know I, lo- I love, uh, I think it's Edgar, is his name? Edgar Wright. Yeah. Yeah. I love his films. Yeah. Uh, and I especially love Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is fantastic. Hot it's Fuzz has movie. this entire sequence. Like, for example, Indiana Jones would do this animation of mm-hmm. this map, and you'd see the red dot moving, and yep. it gave you this sense of travel Adventure, and, time, and yeah. time passing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, Edgar Wright was just like, I'm just going to put him holding a peace lily on a bench at a train station and getting woke up twice by the train and then getting yep. on the train and cutting and cutting and cutting. Mm-hmm. And yep. you get the sense that time and distance has happened. Right. So there's a lot you can do with just yeah. making a costume to get the emphasis that mm-hmm. there was malice or intent or mm-hmm. something here yeah. that, that allows you to create that fill-in yes. without the Jim Carrey antics that we saw on the live action. Yeah. Yeah, you know? and I think that's probably the reason why everyone was so not ready for that Benedict Cumberbatch one, uh, the, the, the Illumination animation. Because first of all, the Illumination Dr. Seuss movies aren't really that looked at uh, favorably anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just anybody who wasn't uh, nostalgic or uh, grew up with the 1966 version of this, which I think most of us have been, because again, it, it's aired every year for every year for, since 1966 um the grinch stole how the grinch stole christmas for kids who grew up in the 2000s like uh-huh. that was theirs like that so they resonated with that one for some reason no i kid again you know, again like when you grow up and you resonate with something it's a perfectly yeah. valid reason to enjoy something well, it's like what you said the yeah. medium i mean it was you know. it was uh animation compute whether you have live action and you had computer animation like yeah i don't know when's the last time you actually saw a really truly animated feature or right. thing yeah that's that's uh pen and paper obviously like i get like cell shading cell, all that. Yeah, yeah obviously pen and paper is not a thing you can do any it's it's not feasible to do anymore mm-hmm. uh they, you know it's just because we now have tablets we can do frame by frame animation completely digitally now so i call it frame by frame animation now obviously because it's mm-hmm. 2d versus 3d what it's all done on computer generation now yeah like everything does everything and it on looks computer generated right uh but you know like like i love frame by frame animation over 3d modeling i love it over puppeteering when you puppeteer a character and stuff yeah. like that it's it's great for for you know indie animators or people trying to like oh we need to do this thing and you can stylize it in a way to where it looks cool and where it looks interesting but 2D animation, frame by frame animation. That's you can't get a Chuck Jones style animation without that. So mm. I I will always resonate more with that than anything else because I can. Again, not just because it was harder, but that's kind of part of the craft. Like it's, this was way harder to do. Yeah, that not, makes not it special. Dis- yeah, not to discount that CG animation right. is like easy by any stretch, but right. but just like getting into the to the weeds of doing frame by frame animation and understanding all the intricacies just to have that grin curl up yeah you know like it's it's all there it's like we just said earlier about what makes an ad good yeah not because the ad is good what makes the ad good right that's what makes this good it's the details Mm -hmm. and the thought and it's hard yeah it's not an easy thing to do yes and that's what builds the value in it and Mm -hmm. makes it last yeah and there's no there's no shortcuts here again it's a three three thousand dollar uh budget millions a million dollars nowadays you know for this one 30 minute special you know it's yeah. crazy as a whole team of animators just making this thing as good as it possibly could be yeah uh, to watch him slither around and steal gifts that's feel funny, bad about it that's always the funniest part about that because you know that's yeah. chuck jones right there when you see him slithering around oh yeah and you're just like thinking of course you just kind of your brain just goes back yeah. of course i don't remember wiley e. coyote ever slithering around on right the ground, but still but you those just, those types. looney tunes yeah. is just kind of yeah. like you just go ah yeah. I know that. Yeah, I know that shtick. Yeah, uh, Wiley Coyote is very Grinch. You know the way yeah. he moves, the way he thinks. He'll he'll put his thumb up yeah. and like scrunch up his nose and stuff like that. Like Grinch did all the time. Yeah. And then there's the thorough Ravenscroft. Uh, uh, you're a mean one, Mister Grinch, which is oh yeah, know, classic there. Yeah. Everyone's heads. You know they. Yeah. I you know it just they even repurposed it for the the 2000 uh, uh, Jim Carrey movie because you can't not have that version of it so yeah. you know it just uh, it, that, that's something that in my uh, 
you know, because recently the guy that uh, he he didn't create Transformers, but he was the one that brought it to America. Yeah, yeah. he passed away. Yeah, this, this year. Yes, recently, he passed away recently. This year. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think like that brought to my mind when you just said that was Transformers you know the yeah, rock yeah, song yeah exactly yeah the rock and song and how it was yeah. kind of absent mm-hmm. but in the Bumblebee movie they played it on the radio in the background in the background even yeah, the, exactly, you yeah. got to touch the, that uh, was even played as well Bumblebee <laughs> I am so angry I am so angry that Bumblebee is the least financially successful of all the movies know, yeah. because it literally revitalized all of my want of seeing live action Transformers And you got Optimus Prime as a cab, which they don't make cab over trucks anymore because, you know, laws changed and now they can be longer with their 53 foot trailers. Right. That's the only reason they made them cab over is to shorten up. Right. But at the end of the movie, you got spoilers. You've got Optimus Prime with a trailer. With a trailer. As a red cab over. Mm -hmm. Nothing flamey like Michael Bay stuff. Like, you know. Yeah. And they all look like their character. Like, Bumblebee looks like a robot. He doesn't look like a mesh of... Yeah, weird metal everywhere, and you got a good lead actress, and it's a good little movie, and yeah, it's fun. It's a fun movie, you know. I, I enjoyed that John movie. Cena. John Cena's in it, you know. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. got it's got characters you can recognize and like, yeah. understand who they are, and I don't know. Yeah, like, it's like to talk like getting something from like The Grinch to live action. Yeah, um, the only compliment I can give them is the illustration of this Transformers where, or with Bumblebee. They yeah. at least that that costume that. Carrie was in was obviously not comfortable. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but not. they really tried really hard to capture mm-hmm. everything you you just talked about with yeah. the Chuck Jones expressions oh, and everything in that costume. And absolutely, that. yeah. And Carrie's a perfect cast for it because yeah. of his he's kind of known as Rubberface is a yeah able to do that. Because when you think of the Grinch, when people think of the Grinch, they think of the special. They don't really think of the book all that often because right, the yeah. book looks slightly different. It's not too off, but. You know, just you, when you think of the Grinch in motion, you think of that cartoon, and and which is why again the other specials don't really work that well. Even though they're not badly animated by any stretch, mm-hmm. they're not done by Chuck Jones. They're done by they are still done by MGM Studios, but Chuck Jones wasn't the director of them. So you know, it just it was just like it wasn't as punchy. You yeah, know, it just didn't quite I mean, have that punchy. They have they have the so, right they have the right and they should re- yeah. reimagine. Yeah. But when you reimagine so far away from the source material, yeah, or if the source material is as thin as this, mm-hmm. yeah. just you just kind of kind of need to not, I yeah. think, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like you said, like Back to the Future. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. You don't you know, need to do anything with it. You don't need to do anything with it. I don't want to see a remake. Nope. I don't want you. And I don't want a DeLorean. No yeah. one wants a DeLorean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they'll call it back. back I don't know. They'll call it the Back to the Future or something. That's what the new movie will be called. They're gonna do it. Wait, are you serious? No, no, no. They're not. They're gonna do it. The moment that uh, 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 Robert Zemeckis dies, they're going to try and do another one. I just see you running out of your condo, just ripping your shirt. Oh, it's it's no, it's it's sackcloth and ash. It's like. Oh, it's the day I burned down a movie studio. It's the day I burned down a movie lot. I'll make sure no one's around, but yeah. but I'll burn down a movie lot. Be like, whoa, we lost all the. Oh, too bad. Yeah. Like I'm that's gonna, the I'm day. Gonna dri- I'm gonna drive to my Regal Cinema yeah. and make sure. So, all right, he this, didn't get this one. Uh, this is a joke. In case that ever happens in the future, I did not do it. This is a joke. Legal reason. I if if because I know it's gonna happen. It's like, oh, Back to the Future, and then the studio was burned down from some some cable accident, and they'll be like, oh, this guy on a podcast ten years. Ago, no, no, I did not burn down the studio. I'm joking. I'm not. I will. I will nothing it at this point. I'll be like, okay, anybody can. Yeah. I'm not gonna go watch it. That's they, just it. That's like, that. Yeah, that's me too. It. It's I'm like gonna they, enjoy my. They've film, already so. redone yeah. movies that I felt that they shouldn't touch. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I didn't watch it. Yeah, because I knew like it was gonna be a dumpster fire. Yeah. and I was right. Yeah, and I'm, I could. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not gonna comment here on which yeah. one it was because if I do, yeah, the ire that it. <laughs> It it's, makes no sense, but it's like you know what if it's if it is it is you know right. So it's going to be there, and again, it's it's why I didn't bother with the Benedict Cumberbatch uh, uh, Grinch one because it's like I I already don't like the Jim Carrey one that everybody likes, so <laughs> I don't really like so just doing this one that's yeah. probably going to have those same beats because they have to stretch it to an hour and a half. Yeah, it's going to have those same beats, and I don't care about it. So. I just never watched it, and I don't care about Illumination. I think they're yeah. probably the most unimaginative 
uh, animation studio out there today. Yeah. Not to say that there's not talented people that work there. Right. There no, sure. Absolutely. Well, it's like Frozen but, 2. I, I didn't... Yeah. I was like... Oh first gosh. of all, the title, there's so much wrong with the title. Because <laughs> it's like, you could slap anything in front of that and make a joke. Like, this steak is frozen, too. I um, I, I was good with just the story as it was. Yeah. Leave I, it. I was so disappointed with Frozen 2 because I thought that trailer was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that movie was so dull and so non... That's the thing. It's so because, derivative. And, you know, and to kind of loop back into this, it's like, that's yeah. the kind of the point about theology in film. It isn't meant to be preachy. Yeah. Yeah. This exactly. is just a way to look at movies mm-hmm. and what they're trying to communicate or what you wouldn't take away from it, I right. should say. Yes. Not what they're trying to communicate. Right. Movies that try yeah. to communicate yeah. things are the ones that get boring. Yes. It, you with, know? They're, they're the ones that are very direct and very That's like, a documentary. And that Do that. <laughs> and that, that doesn't mean those things can't exist or yeah. can't be good. Or they know? should be documentaries. Like, they should be documentaries. Like, you know, like I like District 9. I think District 9 is a good movie. It's very much about apartheid. Mm-hmm. They don't make any bones about it. No, they, they don't. They're very, yeah. they're very up front that yeah. this is what apartheid was yeah well <laughs> it was a bad thing frank you know, herbert's so. dune yeah is you, yes. you, you know come on this it's, is like a, it's really funny because he went to oregon to see dunes i don't know what what's going on why people translate that to africa but i mean yeah but but again it's uh, like like the, the whole thing about dune is that it's like now this might be spoilers for what's coming up with dune but <laughs> <laughs> it's an anti-messiah complex movie yeah like it's exactly like like that's what happens when you have this messiah character yep it's gonna not work out very well for you and that's kind of the point of dune so mm-hmm. you know and like people who only just watched the recent dune which was really good by the way i loved it um uh they don't get that part yet because they cut it off before it starts to get back but they oh. give you hints but they give you hints clever like they give you like little like like f- future shocks about like there's a war yeah. coming like we know what's gonna happen when oh this happens, i i know so. like the lore yeah. of that you're not spoiling nothing because i mean yeah. honestly that's that's one thing yeah. that unlike grinch they can you don't need to stretch that thing out. Right, no, no. If anything, it's, it's a struggle to cut to down. To cut it down into, yeah. a, into a feasible moment, yeah. <laughs> that would be the antithesis. That would be the antithesis of this one, yeah, you're right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but we're talking about Dune now on this on this Grinch episode, so I no, it fits. It's we, like we do. Don't yeah. stretch out a half an hour yeah. thing to an hour and a half because right. you dilute it. Right. Whereas Dune, if you had they they tried to cut it down just so that you can condense, di- yeah. so you can digest it. Right. Like if you dilute it down, like I mean, come on, man, it's yeah. like getting a gallon yeah. of something, yeah, pouring water in it and I mean, a little bit of Jack Daniels. Exactly. I mean, so, as, <laughs> hey, as long like as long as the Lord of the Rings movies are, they mm-hmm. cut a lot out of those books. Oh yeah, the Hobbit series the three the three <laughs> movies i i kind of made i was doing this a lot the last two weeks like i made everybody mad about the grinch by saying like oh yeah there's no theology in it because it's actually that was purposeful by yeah. the person that made it right he didn't want religion in it yeah he didn't want it to be interpreted yeah he wanted it, he wanted it to be interpretable to yeah. pretty much anything his wife yes. was sick and dying he knew it she knew it they didn't like they apparently didn't i don't know like each other or whatever there's actually believe it or not a fascinating article on the gospel coalition which is not a thing i follow right but when i googled the you know right. the grinch stole christmas theology sure that blog post from years ago came up sure and i read through it and i was like they kind of dove into like what was going on in his life and i was like right yeah he probably pretty much was giving the middle finger to the church or something you know he just wasn't happy he wasn't <laughs> right. a happy wasn't buddy. a happy guy yeah, yeah he wasn't a happy yeah. guy yeah. hence the grinch hence the hating grinch. christmas right it's yeah. like it's there oh my god it's, there you go yeah. that's it that was really the whole point mm-hmm. he he was taking you know, he was going through this crap, and he was not happy. Yeah. He was angry, yeah. and he was angry with people judging him about marrying another woman while his wife, after she immediately passed away or whatever, and it was like, the Grinch is him. Yeah. He's the Grinch. Right, yeah. And he's trying to probably find that inner strength, you know, that yeah. that, that that whole, you know... And he uh, wasn't finding it in religion, so he, he, he focused on the holiday. The holiday and the humanity that it yeah. brings and the, the, Which, the, the and that, warmth and the comfort that it brings. And, right, yeah. and then that's where I make all my Christian friends mad. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> which which is weird because, of like, you know, as, as, as a Christian, I, I, could, yeah. I, could inter- I could interpret the warmth and humanity as being... You know, part of Christianity. I mean, itself, anyway, God, I mean you know, I'll just throw this you know, in just because I am yeah. Christian too, and I don't yeah. want anybody mad at you for this part. But it's like we're all <laughs> I, ma- if, if 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 the theology teaches we're all made in God's image. Why are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird, right? I don't know. No, 
No, I trust me. I, the, the the audience of this of this podcast has been nothing but supportive. So yeah. you know, it, it it's it's been they, they've gotten more mad at me that I ranked the duel in Star Wars Visions as number five <laughs> on my list. So sorry, it was number five. Okay, sorry. So uh, we yeah, got to have you so, on our show sometime. We're yeah. gonna do uh, the most value. We last year we did the top five most valuable brands of uh, 2020. Okay, and it's not value by value is uh, monetary. Right. How much money they've made. Right. Yeah. All that. Um, surprisingly, uh, who was number one? Like, there, you had four tech, uh, software tech companies and one right. retailer. Amazon mm-hmm. was on the list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. we're going to do one for 2021. See and check in. See how this goes. So you should come on our show. And Absolutely. Do an episode with us. And, I would love to. Yeah. I, I liked it the last time. And, you know, you got a studio now. So. I'd yeah, we're to. in a we're in a studio. I'll give a free plug to the guys at the Speakeasy Podcast Network. They do a fantastic job producing it. We're all learning together as we go on how to edit and cut it together uh it's actually there's two versions of the show many mm-hmm. don't know this there's an audio version and then there mm-hmm. is a video version mm-hmm. which you can check out on youtube and they are cut different yeah it's the same conversation it's not like nerd brand plus right you know we're not <laughs> doing that we're not doing that right but at the end of the day it's like if you uh if you want to go onto youtube you can just search nerd brand mm-hmm. and find it or if you want to go nerd brand agency nerdbrandagency.com uh, you'll find the podcast or you can just go to nerdbrandpodcast.com Absolutely. and it will redirect you to the, the podcast page and you can check out our episodes and you were already on one show I was so, on one yeah, yeah. yeah the DC yeah. Uh, the DC discussion and the yeah. new 52 and all that yeah, so. yeah. Brandon's actually a godfather of nerd brand in a way we've adopted because he, uh, he named it that's right. I forgot that I named it. <laughs> I forgot that I named it and did yeah. the first logo. Yeah, yeah. and then Mitch forgot appropriated. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I guess. I, I honestly forgot that I was the one that named it. I, we used to do it just uh, on, on the cuff about uh, you yeah. know, when, we, when we worked uh, at, a, at a company. We were like, what if we did a podcast? And we just started yeah. talking about nerdy things. And yeah. we kind of posted it along with the with the, the company. And Yeah, I had you, you know. hooked on the uh, idea of like, yeah, we're not going to do a review Right. We're just going to talk about the branding of it. Yeah. Like how the brand brands, Yeah. Like how they work and why. And uh, we did it in the era of the MCU when it was at its height. Yes. This was like, what was it? I think it was Iron... It wasn't... um, 2016? 2018? 2016, 17. Yeah. It was around that time. It was right when it was peaking. Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok is right when it was peaking. Right Mm -hmm. when it was uh, about to ramp up into Infinity War and all that stuff. Right, yeah. It was getting getting big. And uh, yeah, so it it was a fun podcast. Still is. Because it's around yeah. now again. Yes, so. it is again. It's different now. We uh, mm-hmm. you we can't did... find those old episodes with me on it, but you can find yeah. the one. So. Yeah, it took. You know, we spent like six months like scrubbing the internet, not because of you, and nothing to do with you. <laughs> no, it, it was definitely because of me. Yeah, it, it was no, all those. It's just it's something you have to do. Brand it was all those tweets that I made. Yeah, brand... <laughs> how you look. People forget about the search engine entirely. They get focused yeah. on a website, but they forget like what are you putting on that website? You right. as a web designer and developer know. Yeah, I need copy and images to put on that website. Where is that going to come from? Well, right. it comes from us. Yes. Because uh, you're just kind of putting it together and coming up with the design and how to utilize those materials. We create those materials. Right. So, but in search and Google, you often forget what do you look like when you Google your name and your business name. Right. Do that once a week mm-hmm. and you'll see how it changes. And then you'll start to get an understanding on why SEO is an ongoing service or brand is an ongoing service as a management. Yep. And that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We focus in that area. A lot of people don't know about the SEO side because yeah. the moment I say that word, mm-hmm. it's like, I want you to do SEO for me. And I'm like, it's not a can of soup. I can't pop it in a pot in the oven and here you go. Right. There's some crackers with it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. I, I got to have something to work it, with. It's, it's hard to convey that to people that like SEO yeah. is just a kind of an ongoing process because yeah. the, 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 the process is going to change as it goes along too. Yeah. Because search ends are, are going to change how they do searches because yeah. they'll people will ultimately learn how those things work and then they will exploit them. I'll try to game it, yeah. They'll try exactly. to game it and then yeah. the search engine has to go, okay, you're gaming it, we're changing it. Yeah, so, and so, like, so this is a little bit of a peak of an upcoming episode that we're going to do because, uh, you know, Robert was like, you should do a podcast and title it What the Heck is SEO? Yes. And I was like, well, we've kind of done it before, but we'll do it again uh, in this format. And uh, But that's how the podcast, what we just did now for the listeners here, that's mm-hmm. kind of how the Nerdbrain podcast is wired now. Yeah. We, we kind of pull the curtain back Yep. in, in a careful reasonable way mm-hmm. on how brand is done and we still talk about nerd stuff like let's be honest i mean comics <laughs> yeah black stuff. widow is 200 million and yeah. that was exactly the marketing budget for in game yeah 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so you know, you kind of learn yeah. stuff like that from us too. Of course, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. so that's still there. That's still out there. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, Jason, thank you for being on. Yeah, appreciate it. It was a good discussion about the Grinch and the theology. Probably will be the title is the theology of Grinch. Who knows? Yeah, uh, we'll yeah. see. And then um, just yeah. everybody's brain might melt with yeah. like he called the dog Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Messianic character. <laughs> Not exactly. the same. It's not, not the same. Not the same it's thing. not the same. I do like that interpretation a lot. And yeah. it is interesting because we had different interpretations. I thought it was more like kind of pathetic and scared. And you were yeah. just kind of like, no, he's kind of just watching the... He's yeah. watching it all kind of right out like, you sure? Like, yeah. And it's true. He kind of is. He's yeah. kind of just like, you're just going to let this... All right, whatever. I'm just going to be over here, bro. Yeah. Like, you do what you, you yeah, do. The you. dog's like Jiminy Cricket. He's just yeah. kind of like, you know, yeah. you shouldn't, but he's yeah. just not saying anything. You're right. But yeah. he's Pinocchio much... still goes off to the island. Yeah. You know? And you're right. Stuff you're goes right. down. And he actually does kind of serve as like the Grinch's internal dialogue, too, because mm-hmm. whenever he's like, like at the beginning when he's being vengeful, and then when he's seeing them not be angry at what he did, he's looking back at the dog. Why they're singing? They yeah. they don't care about any of that. And well, it's validation. It's validation. He's looking at his conscience over and over again. Yeah, and yeah. And the dog. And the dog. Same. The dog. Yeah. Jesus. Whatever. There you go. You float your boat. <laughs> that does not serve that purpose in right. your life. That's not what that. If you right. need, if you need validation, then yeah. God help you, because yeah, you know, no, but, you're you're gonna be miserable. You're yeah. gonna be, you're going to be a Grinch. Yes, exactly. You don't need the validation of things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to validate yourself. That's basically it. And, yeah. And you know, and even then, you don't even necessarily need the validation in general. You know. It's yeah. Like, I mean, but, tell me I'm pretty every now and then, but right? you know, yeah. I don't need it every five minutes. Yeah. Va- va- validation is a it's a it's a surface no, level. No, Brandon, thing. tell me I'm pretty. No, I don't want to do that. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't lie to my listeners. <laughs> hey, got him. Get him! <laughs> I kid, I kid. You're a very handsome man. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, man, it's been a blast. Thanks for being on. Appreciate Thank you it. for having me. It's, I appreciate it. It's been a while. Uh, this has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out. At, you've already plugged your thing like way at the end there. So, but Nerd Brand Podcast. I'm not hard to find online. Yeah, Nerd Brand Podcast. Go check them out. It's been a little blast. This has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at animationdestination.com. DestinationComics.com slash DNN. You can check us out on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, this has been our holiday Christmas special. So Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays. And we'll see you next week. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. DNN.